This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Welcome, it's the Agenda here on the Blood Red Channel. Myself, Guy Clark and Matt Addison here to talk through some of the latest Liverpool transfer gossip and all around a Fulham teenage sensation. Yes, we've been here before, of course. Harvey Elliott having made the trip to Anfield two and a half years ago and following perhaps in those footsteps could well be young Fabio Carvalho. We're going to talk through the Fulham youngster, what he's done in the Championship so far this season and how concrete those links to Liverpool really are. Matt, first things first though, how long has this player been on your radar? It seems to, this second half of the last week, it seems to kind of have erupted this transfer rumour. He is a young teenager whose contract is ticking down. And as I said there at the top, very similar to the uh, situation that Harvey Elliott once found himself in. Yeah, I think that's an easy comparison to draw, isn't it? I think it's a a path that Liverpool have looked to a few times over the last few months, as we'll get into. And I suppose in terms of of being on my radar, it's, it's been a few months really that he's kind of been linked to, to the extent of it would make sense for Liverpool. Obviously, Paul Gorstar, a Liverpool correspondent, has, has now reported that, that Liverpool are monitoring. They are sort of interested in, in making a move for him, potentially. Plenty of other clubs interested too. But I think it was around sort of September, October time that the first sort of murmurings of, of possible Liverpool interest might have, have come out. And it centres basically around two things. Obviously, one is a fantastic player. And, and that's obviously, first and foremost, a key thing for Liverpool to think about. But the other thing as well is his contract situation. I know earlier in the season, Fulham have, have tried as best they could to get him to sign up to a new deal. I think, if I'm right, at, at the moment, he's sort of in the middle of, of sort of changing between agents. So that's obviously something that will come into it. You'd imagine one way or the other that will determine whether he stays and, and extends or, or decides to move on. But yeah, that's the other key thing, I think, with this is that it wouldn't necessarily be a transfer fee if Liverpool waited to the end of the season, which... Again, it, it sort of ties in with, with what Liverpool's strategy is, doesn't it? It's the perfect sort of opportunity to go and get what would be a, a bargain, a player who would cost, I suppose, 10, 15 million at the very least, if you can get him for a kind of tribunal fee. That would be a, an FSB type move, I would say. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that and kind of talk through how Liverpool have, in many ways, I suppose, exploited that kind of youth market, certainly over the last couple of windows and, and how well it seems to have been working. But at 19, he'd be kind of at the top of that age bracket of that kind of recruitment Liverpool have been doing and crucially already has first team experience, Portuguese born, hence the, uh, the surname Carvalho came over to Fulham. He's been in their youth ranks for quite some time, did previously spend some time at Benfica. And I think that the first thing to outline in terms of the player is just technically a very, very exciting prospect. Yeah, I mean, you'll have have seen more of him than I have, to be honest, in terms of of being in the Championship. I know he's got Premier League experience as well, obviously, with Fulham the the season before that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a player that makes plenty of sense. I think it's it's important that he's got that kind of experience. We mentioned Harvey Elliott before. That was a big thing, I think, in terms of, of Liverpool being able to judge how good a player he is because you can look at him and say, well, Harvey Elliott had played a couple of league games. He played in the Carabao Cup. It's obviously, you know, even more the case here with Cavallio because he's sort of three years older than, than what Harvey was at the time. So, I just think it, it's something we talk about with Liverpool a lot in terms of they want to, to be able to have a decent sample size to be able to look at. They want to, to know 
pretty much a, a guarantee that this player is is on the right track and is on the right path. And you know, he's he's played sixteen championship games this season. The only reason it's not been more than that is because of injury and and then get uh, getting COVID uh, just before Christmas. So there's there's clearly a talented player there and. You know, frankly, it's it's as simple as if he's putting up those sorts of, of numbers, seven goals, two assists in those 16 games. You can kind of start to go, well, if he's doing that at 16, it make, uh, at 19, sorry, it makes sense that as he as he moves forward and, and develops and, and grows, and obviously that would be even more the case at, at Liverpool if he was to step up. It, it just makes sense, doesn't it? It's logical that if he can do that, then what can he do in, in two, three, four years' time? Yeah, it's one of those as well that ticks so many boxes, doesn't it, in terms of being an England youth international, as I say, albeit Portuguese born, but he's English raised, he's come through the system at Fulham, he would be homegrown, it ticks another one of those kind of quota boxes and just looking kind of through some of these numbers, 33 goals in, in 82 games at youth level for Fulham, it's the kind of player that Liverpool have created a knack now of going for, think of the likes of Frauendorf of Michalowski, Kai Gordon, of course, who played in midweek against Arsenal in the, the Carabao Cup, and, and Bobby Clark recently, who joined. These wide forwards who can get goals, it's almost as if, whether it be the recruitment team, Jurgen Klopp himself, FSG, whoever it is making these decisions at Liverpool, that the eyes are on getting that next Mane or Salah into the building as a youngster and not having to pay a huge transfer fee further down the line. And this be a player who really gets ingrained and soaks in all of what it is to be a, a Liverpool player in the standards expected, having been able to see those guys in training. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's it's really important to have that body of evidence of being able to, to score and assist and, and come up with those numbers because so often with young players, we sort of see the highlights of them. You see the little tricks that they do. They might be able to, to beat a couple of players, but then the end product isn't there. But obviously for Liverpool with Salah and Mane in, in the first team with players lower down, it's, it's going to be a big burden on those players to be able to contribute in terms of the goals, the assists, the creativity. If you can't do that, you're not going to make it at Liverpool. So obviously it's it's promising signs of, of what he's been doing so far. And, you know, as you say, it's it's a long list of, of players that can kind of play in all of the forward positions. They can play left, right. They can play as a 10 if Liverpool want them to. Probably can play through the middle as well if they had to. Prefers to, to play wide. And I think in, in a Liverpool system, it would be one of those two wider options at a Mane or a Salah type role that he would play. But the fact that he can do two or three different things means obviously it's going to give him more opportunities to play because he can fill in for more than one player. But it's also an opportunity to mould that player into basically what you want them to be. If you've got an idea of of Harvey Elliott, for example, who's come in kind of as a, a winger, is then translated into a midfielder. There's obviously, you know, a couple of years extra for him to develop and for Liverpool to look at him in that sort of way. But if you bring these players in young, they've got that versatility. You can kind of assess them and, and do what you want with them. So, yeah, it's it's always something that Liverpool are looking to do. It, it wouldn't be a massive surprise if they went and, and got this player as well to, to add to that list. I mean, the, the other thing as well is it, it's just so low risk, isn't it? We know that that's what FSG want. They want you know young players to, to come in and, and make potentially money in the, the future, even if Liverpool were to bring him in for a small fee, a small compensation fee. I mean... The worst that would happen is that you develop him for a couple of years, he does all right and, and then goes and, and moves somewhere else and you make money on him. So in all ways, I think it, it makes sense for Liverpool to be there in terms of, of being able to attract him. And of course, the fact that there is Kate Gordon, Bobby Clark and all the rest, 
that just is complete evidence really to the player that there is that pathway there. I know, you know, in the, the last few days, Marco Silva, the, the Fulham manager has been sp- uh, speaking about him and kind of saying, well, you know, it's, it, it's kind of out of their hands to a certain extent. It's, uh, you know, a, a player that they obviously want to keep, but if a big club comes in, it, it might be one of those that they just have to say, well, you know, it, it is what it is. But he made the point really that you need to be really careful when you're that age that you go to a club where you are going to get minutes, you are going to be trusted. And, you know, there's there's no better club, I don't think, for being able to, to prove that than Liverpool. We only have to, to look this week at Kate Gordon, Harvey Elliott before him, so many others. The opportunity has been there in the past. There's no reason why it wouldn't be there in the future. The Agenda on the Blood Red Channel. It feels as though kind of the next evolution for Liverpool is really kind of have that conveyor belt of of elite, young, talented forward options who can. And I think one of the, the real interesting things you say there, Carvalho, certainly through his youth days playing in wide forward positions at Fulham, this season pretty much exclusively played as a number 10 in the first team. He's, he's seven goals as well. He scored three in the opening four games of the season, as you say, that kind of middle period so far, the autumn of the, the the season really disrupted for him through injury. But in the the last two games he's played, he's, he's scored three more goals and chipped in with another assist. And I suppose that is one of the real interesting prospects, isn't it? Whether it's Carvalho fitting the mould of what the blueprint is going forward for Liverpool, but rather than maybe individually look to to pick out the next Salah, the next Mane, who are complete specialists in those roles. And we've seen it with Diogo Jota so far, haven't we? Have fluid, interchangeable forward options, each of whom can, can play in a, a variety of roles. And I, throw, I suppose you throw Harvey Elliott into the mix of that. He's played in midfield already, but wouldn't be beyond it to even play, whether it be on the right or, as we heard last season, playing as a false nine at Blackburn. Yeah, exactly. And I think it, it just lowers the risk, doesn't it? The more of these young players that you've got, the, the more likely it is that one of them will be the next one to go on and, and take those next steps. I mean, you can never guarantee anything with a young player. We've seen so many times, you know, players have got this sort of, of goal record at, at youth level and it hasn't quite happened. Harry Wilson, I know, is is one of those examples that is obviously at, at Fulham now. So th- there's so many players that you kind of look at and think, Will they be able to translate it? Will they be able to get to that next level when they go up to the senior team? But, you know, if you've got kind of five, six, seven of them, you'd, you'd fancy at least one of them to go on and make that step. And the more of these that you can get in, the more that you can kind of stockpile, if you like, the, the chances of, of Liverpool finding one that really works and really clicks for them are just going to increase. So, look, we've, we've seen it with Harvey Elliott. I'm pretty certain we're going to see it with Kate Gordon as well because he's just such a, a special talent. But, you know, there's there's plenty more examples as well. And, you know, for, for Liverpool, if if they can get a player of that calibre at this age for a cheap fee, that's the way that they've got to go about it, isn't it? They can't go out and, and wait two, three, four years for him to d- develop and, and become a you know, 70, 80 million pound footballer if he is to become that. I mean, if they're going to get him, they're going to have to get him now because you look at, at the other teams who are linked. I mean, Real Madrid, West Ham, Tottenham, loads and loads of others, I'm sure, are taking a look. I'm sure there's you know clubs in, in Germany as well, given the Jaden Sancho and, and all of the others that have gone over there and done well. I mean, if Liverpool are going to get him, I think it's it's got to be now because we've seen so many times they've maybe missed out on one or two of these players, then being interested in the future and the price tag has, has just rocketed. So, yeah, plenty of, of reasons to, to think that he could go on and, and be another one of those players. But Liverpool really have to, to think about doing it either now or, or in the summer for that to be the case. I was going to say, when you say now, it kind of feels obviously there is the natural 
window in the summer if that's the end of his contract pay a compensation fee and go to tribunal obviously has happened with with Harvey Elliott which I think a lot of people would think would kind of have muddied Liverpool's relationship with Fulham and this is another thing that it ties in and feels as though this is something that could happen is Liverpool at the moment seem to kind of be doing deals with certain clubs at certain times and keeping an eye on those kind of players coming through we've seen it obviously with the Red Bull kind of model, I suppose, rather than any specific club, the Minamino and, and uh, Canate deals that were done. And I suppose with Harvey Elliott coming in, that had been off the back of Fulham being relegated. Again, his contract ending, he'd made it clear he wasn't staying at Fulham. So there's kind of no grievance, I suppose, to Liverpool for how that happened. It's let the tribunal settle the fee. Fulham obviously want as high a fee, Liverpool as low a fee as possible. But then you factor in, you mentioned it before, the Harry Wilson deal that was done in the summer. The fact that Liverpool said, have the player, you can have him free for a year, pay us next summer. And Fulham, the way it's looking, looking as though they could well go on to secure promotion back to the Premier League. It feels as though actually, even maybe in this window possibly, could Liverpool utilise those relationships they've built up with Fulham to try and tie a deal up rather than be in competition with a number of other clubs in the summer? Yeah, I mean, I know from, from speaking to Paul Gorst, the, the, the words at Anfield and, and people he speaks to all the time, the, the word is fluid in terms of, of Liverpool's transfer targets. And if they decided that Fabio Cavallio was the, the player that they wanted to go for, if they decided that he was obviously the, the right fit and, and the right price and they could do it this month, I think it's something they would definitely look at. They would look to to exploit that relationship, of, of course, with Fulham because... As I said before, there's there's going to be lots of, of teams who are interested. I think if Liverpool can show to the player that that they're so keen that they'll pay now rather than wait until the summer, I think that would be a, a big thing. And it, it would just get them ahead of the pack, wouldn't it, essentially, in terms of, of the other clubs that are going to be chasing him. So I think that's, that's not something that can be ruled out. I think it, it, there's an argument for Fulham as well to, to sort of do it now because then they can kind of set that price tag themselves. There's possibly a, a chance that if Liverpool were to get him this month, they could then loan him to, to Fulham for the rest of this season anyway. So it wouldn't be like they missed out on him in any way. It could be, you know, a situation where Fulham decide actually, you know, whatever the, the price point might be, seven, eight million that, that Liverpool might choose to pay now might be probably more than what they would get in a, a tribunal. I think for, for Harvey Elliott, it was about 4.3 million that they got for him. Obviously, Fabio Cavallio is, is a couple of years older, slightly more developed and has been there longer as a result of that. So the price tag could be a little bit higher. But yeah, I think for, for Liverpool, it, it could make sense to do it. For Fulham, it could make sense to do it as well. And it's just a case really of, of how interested are Liverpool. They're obviously monitoring. Do they decide that he is the one? And if they go for it, you know, will it be now or will it be the summer? Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Could well be some January business to be done at Liverpool after all. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Of course, we'll keep you updated here on the Blood Red channel, as well as, of course, across over on the Liverpool Echo website. Paul Gorst, as ever, the man on top of all of the latest going-ons at Anfield. But from myself, Guy Clark and Matt Addison, thanks for joining us here on this edition of The Agenda. It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.